Welcome to the School of Bliss Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and making your choice to elevate, to ascend, and to tap into your higher consciousness. This is a show where we not only inspire and motivate, we give you proven strategies and route to achieving unbridled bliss. And now, your host. What's up, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to the School of Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Colin Sadika. I'm actually very pumped about today's topic because this is something that I can speak about from a place of personal experience. Now, I just want to trust that you've heard about fasting, whether it's in circles of religion, whether it's in scientific circles. Fasting is definitely something that's very relatable. Before I go any further, I just want to let you all in on fasting. So fasting is when you intentionally refrain from eating food for a specific period of time. So it's like taking a break from eating to give your body a chance to rest, to reset. So many people choose to fast for various reasons. Some people it's religious, some people it's spiritual reasons, some people just for health benefits, and others just as a form of you know, self-discipline. I need you to understand that spiritual and religious purposes are two different things. Now, during a fast, you typically consume only water, herbal teas, sometimes, you know, some healthy organic juices while avoiding solid food. It's very important to approach fasting with caution. This is also something that could be detrimental to your health, especially if you have some underlying medical conditions or if you're not well equipped with the knowledge on how to go about your fast. So I want to let you in on something very interesting about this girl that I've known for a very long time. This is a girl that I draw a lot of inspiration from because how she leads her life and, and the things she chooses to do are just super unique. And I learned so much from her. Sometime before this year began, she sat down with me and she told me, listen, I have a very good career. You know, I have a very strong sense of independence, but I'm lacking. I'm lacking in a piece and I need to get to the bottom of this so that this year may actually be a year of fruitfulness and bliss. And I was like, so how, how are you going to do that? So she decided to actually embark on a fasting and meditation retreat in a very serene mountain retreat center. Now, I need you to understand that this is one of the driving forces of me taking meditation seriously in my life as well. So she went to the whole thing and she signed up. And once she was there, you know, she started following a very strict fasting regimen. So she was pretty much nourishing her body with only water and some teas, you know, some really, really herbal type of drinks. She also dedicated quite a bit of time each day to very deep meditation. Now, I need you to understand that meditation, you know, there's levels to it. There's very deep meditation. There's very different types of meditation, if I can just be basic about it. There's levels to it. So she was very good at this. Well, she is very good at this. So she was doing some really, really deep meditation, you know, just immersing herself in mindfulness and a very, very deep state of stillness. So as the days turned into weeks, because I think she set aside quite a, a lot of time into this journey, she began to experience some profound changes within herself. You know, her mind became clearer. 
and she started to observe that her thoughts and emotions came from a place of detachment. So she felt this deep sense of connection with the, with the earth, with the world. It was as though she could literally tap into the energy of the universe. That's a very powerful place to be at because you can literally attract everything, you know, from abundance to peace to everything that you ever desired, you know, from a deep place. So with each passing day, you know, her consciousness pretty much expanded. She started getting, she started connecting the dots. She became more cognizant of the interconnectedness of all the things, you know, on earth. And she also heightened this sense of empathy and, you know, just human compassion. So she started seeing beyond the surface level reality. She started seeing, you know, the bigger picture. Everything started making much more sense to her. Through this fasting and meditation, she literally found the peace that she was seeking. She realized, you know, true happiness lies not in external possessions and achievements, but in the present moment and the connection to one's own higher self. Inspired by all these events and everything she learned, over the course of time that she spent there, she returned to her everyday life and we caught up over coffee and she gave me the full gist of her experience and how she's feeling right now. And the truth is, that really, really inspired me. But, you know, one of the things I could notice was definitely she lost a lot of weight. So she got healthier, but, you know, obviously skinnier at the same time, you know. And actually, my way of telling if someone is really, really skinny is just looking at the face. If you're ripped proper to the core, you know, I just look at the face and I can tell, damn, this, this person is definitely ripped. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, 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 I'm definitely into this type of thing. I, ne I definitely want to experience this. But I don't want to get that skinny. Come on, bro. You know, it takes a lot of work to put in all this muscle. I'm not going to let it go to waste, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to do mine but it's not going to be as long as yours. So in the beginning of the year, I took a fast as well. Uh, it was just a few days. My only drink was water, actually. My only drink was water. Now, just to be very brief about what I experienced from a personal perspective, my self-discipline really, really skyrocketed. You know, there's this whole thing. You want to eat not because you're hungry, but because you're bored. It happens all the time. You want to eat just because you're stressed. You're not eating to nourishing your vessel, but you're just eating because there's an availability of food that's lacking self-discipline. I decided that, you know what, I'm not going to succumb to my cravings for food and nutrition, but I'm just going to take water and focus on some meditation. Now, luckily, when I was doing this thing, I was far away from the hustle and bustle of the city. I was in the countryside, and it was absolute bliss. Everything just got super beautiful. Nature got greener. You know, even the rays of the sun just hitting my skin just hit different. You know, just appreciating nature and being out there feeling very connected. That was very powerful for me. Also, I noticed that my skin was very, very, let me say, cleared up. I was pretty much just glowing and I felt very healthy from the inside. You know, nowadays, like I said in, in some episodes some time back, Nowadays, so many people experience problems with the skin, very internal problems that manifest externally. And then they want to rush for some external solutions only to get temporary relief 
But then, you know, the real, real problem is underlying. It hasn't been addressed. I mean, it was a very powerful experience from my personal point of view. It was very personal, very powerful, sorry. I just want to say that this is something I would definitely recommend. But you have to start with, uh, you know, small amounts of time. You know, my friend, you know, she was a veteran in this type of thing. You know, she could do as many as three weeks of water fasting. That was, she, she was on a whole new level. I managed a few days. But if you're really, really beginning, you want to start with some hours as you graduate, you know, as you listen to your body and also get some, obviously get some professional input or information from a medical professional, something of the sort. Yeah, I want to say for sure, for sure, fasting is very powerful in light of uh, elevating one's consciousness. I always sit down and I'm very fascinated by the things that happen when our bodies go through fasting. During a fast, insulin levels drop and this effectively allows the body to start using stored fat for energy instead of glucose. Now, for those of you all who are aware of this process or who are familiar with this process, it's called ketosis. Fasting can also lead to increased autophagy, which is pretty much the body's way of clearing out damaged cells and recycling cellular components. Autophagy is so fascinating, it occurs within the cells. So it's like a cellular cleanup crew responsible for removing and recycling damaged and dysfunctional components. So during autophagy, the cell forms a double membrane structure as called an autophagosome, which engulfs the targeted material. So this autophagosome then fuses with a lysosome, forming an autolysosome. Damn! Hold up, hold up. Hey, listen, I was about to be like, that was fire, that was quite a rhyme, but the truth is, that's, that's science, you know, that wasn't me. That was science, you know, if I came up with these terms, then that would definitely be fire. But I just want to say, autophagy plays a vital role in maintaining cellular health and homeostasis. So it helps remove misfolded proteins, damaged organelles, and intracellular pathogens. Autophagy promotes cellular renewal in a nutshell. It enhances cellular defense mechanisms and supports overall cellular function. So it's like it's like cellular cleaning. It's like a proper cleanup. So autophagy can actually be influenced by various factors, including nutrient availability, energy levels, and stress. In so many cases, autophagy has been powerful enough to starve off cancerous cells in patients and actually accelerate the process of healing. So if you've been battling things like Crohn's disease, irritable bowel syndrome, ulcers, you want to first of all remove the irritants. You want to remove those things that are causing this irritation. And then you want to fast. Now when you fast, your body is able to kick out all these damaged cells and actually accelerate the repairing process. You find yourself completely healed and no longer dependent on big pharma products. As I wind up, I want to let you in on a little something. Today's most lifestyle diseases are caused by being overweight and being obese. Now, if you're fasting regularly, you can help foster this caloric deficit that will aid you in effectively losing weight. Unwanted weight, weight that's making you sick. Really recommend embracing fasting. Insulin sensitivity is something that so many people are struggling with today. And fasting may actually enhance the body's response to insulin. So that will effectively help 
regulate blood sugar levels. So many people today have very, very trashy metabolic health. So metabolic markers like cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood pressure will see a dramatic turnaround for the best or for the better if you embrace fasting. So many studies today suggest that fasting may protect individuals against neurodegenerative diseases and improve cognitive functioning. I did a whole topic on inflammation and I spoke about how inflammation impacts the human body. Now, fasting is an effective way of reducing inflammation levels throughout the body. Fasting also helps lower cholesterol, blood pressure, and other risk factors for heart disease. I see so many people in the gym talking about, you know, they eat this, they drink that, they eat this, they eat that. But listen, if your gut microbiome is not on point, then that effectively means that your digestion is not improved and your absorption is not on point at the same time. So fasting will actually promote a healthy gut microbiome. So then you get this effective absorption of nutrients. Now, I always say it's very important to be in a position where you're getting the most out of the nutrients that you're consuming. Because if your digestion is not effective and your absorption is also not effective, then you're missing out on a lot. Now, it's very imperative we actually think about our ancestors and their ways of life back in the day. If you know very well, our ancestors, you know, had longer lifespans compared to us today. Now, one of the most important factors that, that enhanced their longevity was actually being in a state of autophagy for elevated periods of time. Now, aren't you to imagine something? Our, our ancestors used to do a lot of hunting. Would they be able to hunt and have a... And you know, hunting is very tricky. It takes a lot of skill. It takes the mastery of the art. Would they be able to have a kill every two hours? Not really. At times, they'd hunt and have a meal once a day. And at times, they'd even go a full day without actually getting a kill. And so they'd have to just, you know, consume some water and hope for the best for the next day. Now, if you're pumping meals into your system every two hours, your gut doesn't get time to heal. Damaged cells in your system don't actually get repaired or purged. So it's very imperative for purposes of longevity that, you know, we embrace fasting. Now, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, to this point. Bless you. And as I always say all the time, go out there and be bitters in every aspect of your being. Colin Sadika, signing out.